Welcome to my podcast, Traumatic Transformations, where we help you find hope, peace, and purpose after a big life change or a traumatic event. I'm your host, Gunjani Patel, and I'm a licensed mental health therapist, trauma specialist, and a neuroscience nerd. Join me as I dive deep into resiliency, post-traumatic growth, and normalize mental health to reduce the stigma associated with it. In each episode, I plan to deliver science-backed, actionable tips and strategies so you can take back the control over your life and be inspired to be the best version of yourself with each day forward. So tune in every Tuesday for a featured guest and every Thursday for a solo episode with me, where we unpack mind, body, brain, and spirit connections related to each episode with the featured guest. Just a quick disclaimer before we begin today. The purpose of this podcast is to inform you, educate you, and raise your awareness. It is not intended to replace any medical advice or professional help seeking that you may need. So please use this information wisely and any opinion that I cast is not to replace any medical advice. And quickly before we start today, I just wanted to ask you a favor. If you like what you hear today, don't forget to subscribe so you never have to miss an episode. Thank you so much. And if you rate and review, it would really help us with the algorithm so people can easily search the show if they would like. So I would really love to hear your feedback and what you have to say uh, so I can bring you the content that's most fit for you. Thank you so much. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another brand new episode of Traumatic Transformations. Today's topic is going to be psychiatric meds. And I just wanted to start off this episode by letting you know that I am not an expert at psychiatry meds, but having been doing this, uh, having been doing psychotherapy for 10 plus years, I really think that this is a topic that doesn't get much attention or we don't talk about normally as a society. And you know, this podcast is normally about big, bold topics that we address to reduce stigma associated with mental health and bring you the mental health awareness that you could use to make informed and educated decisions about your life or the lives of people that you might be closer to who might be going through certain psychiatric conditions in your life. So I wanted to really talk about and spend some time since you guys know that Thursdays are normally our day where we keep it short and simple, but yet discuss some big bold topics that normally needs to be discussed, but we don't talk about. So let's talk about psychiatric meds. Um, so like I was mentioning you mentioning to you earlier that I am not an expert uh, or an MD. And what, I, what that means is MD is medical doctor. So I'm not a medical doctor who is a psychiatrist who is the one who can normally prescribe medications. So I normally, I, I just want to go and talk to you about, spend some time talking to you about what the difference is so you can you know who to go to if you were experiencing any psychological conditions in your life. Normally, we find that medical doctors, MD in America at least, or in India, MBBS doctors who specialize in psychiatry, or your family physicians normally, or here as well, either people go to their primaries or their psychiatrists, 
um, when they have any psychiatric conditions or when it comes to medications. One of the co- most common questions as a psychotherapist, when people come to me, and normally just my friends and family as well, that I normally tend to get is that, you know, I don't want to be on any medication when it comes to psych meds. So that's the that's the question that I'm going to answer at the end. Um, so stick around till the end. I promise I'll make it very short and quick, but I want to make it very valuable and jam-packed for you for however long you decide to spend time on this episode, listening to this entire episode. So I just wanted to make it worth your time. So thank you again for tuning in as usual every week. I, again, really am very thankful that you continue to listen and support to my support my work and support me and my process uh, and my movement of bringing about, you know, mental health awareness and reducing the stigma against mental health. So really appreciate you being here. And I hope that some of my work is really helping you and sticking with you. So thank you so much for tuning in every week. And I just wish the best for you. Um, So one of the things that I wanted to discuss was psychiatrist, as I was mentioning earlier, is a doctor. Um, I am a mental health therapist, which is so the difference is that psychiatrists normally can prescribe medications, they don't spend a lot of times doing psychotherapy. But again, it really depends on the person that you go to, you know, we spend an entire episode on uh, what psychotherapy is and what EMDR is. Um, So listen to that episode if you are misinformed or if you would like to know more about what therapy looks like. So same thing, we're going to spend some time, you know, talking about psych meds and what they do and the misinformation around psych meds. Um, So uh, that's what psychiatrists do. They write prescriptions and mostly are responsible for making sure that your mental well-being and your brain processes are in place as when, as and when you're affected with a psychiatric condition. Um, psychologists are people who are either PsyD or PhDs. So they're either doctors of philosophy or doctors of psychology, and they've done extended training um, in doing and, and specialized trainings in treating, um, you know, counseling or psychotherapy part of the psychological processes. And then mental health therapists and social workers, which are who are licensed mental health therapists and social workers, at least in the United States, in India, or in other countries, because I know I have listeners from all over the world. So again, thank you so much for listening and tuning in wherever you are. But um, just knowing that these differences do exist, and depending on your country, depending on the professionals that you you see some time, most of the time in America, and there are some states that there are exceptions where a mental health, licensed mental health practitioner can also prescribe. But again, there's all these laws and um, jurisdictions depending on the state that we practice and reside out of. So licensed mental health therapists are people that have specialized trainings. They have master's level education, but then again, um, they can do, they can specialize in certain things and go to specialty training. So like for myself, I have a master's degree in counseling psychology. 
but then I've been through specialized trainings uh, and been and taken certifications in trauma related trainings and I specialize those in trauma. So um, I've done, you know, trainings in EMDR, I've done hypnotherapy trainings, I have done, you know, clinical certified clinical trauma professional training. So all of those trainings now equip me to deal with trauma. So it really is important when you go see the people that you do see for your mental health, you know, it, it you do your background and research and go to them accordingly as to, you know, depending on what symptoms you're experiencing. So it, it uh, personally, I guess, because of what I do, and then there are coaches. So coaches do not treat mental illness. Uh, coaches help you get from point A to point B, depending on where you're trying to be in terms of life, in terms of mindset, in terms of any specific problem that you're feeling stuck in your life. So there there are all these distinctions that happen and all these differentiations that I really think that it's important that you understand before you go in and see someone. So even with a psychiatrist, just like I mentioned in my, you know, therapy podcast episode, I really think it's important that you keep in mind that even with a psychiatrist, you you have to find someone who is a good fit for you. So if you go to one psychiatrist or if you go to one, you know, PCP and they write you a medication, and again, with psychiatric medication, it's really important to understand that, you know, it's not just all in your head and thus, you know, you're going to eventually just work be able to work through things on your own. Sometimes certain conditions and depending on the severity of the symptoms you're experiencing, and I'm going to focus this episode mostly on um, mood disorders, which is depression, anxiety, PTSD, um, obsessive compulsive disorder. So all of those comprise of mood disorders. So just make sure that you know those nuances and you know, what they do uh, to your brain. You know, some, some a lot of times in terms of psych, um, psychological conditions, there is all this stigma associated to it because people just associate, oh my goodness, you know, I'm crazy, so does I need to seek help? And to me, the idea is if you have a mind, then you can go to a psychotherapist or if you go to a psychiatrist and seek help for something that might be troubling or you might not be able to get through. Uh, so I, I obviously because of what I do and I think the misconceptions, again, um, around, you know, psychotherapy, the whole idea is that our culture or most of the time in the society, the notion is that I, I'm not crazy or does I won't go see seek professional help. But you don't have to be crazy. You just, if you're stuck, if you're feeling very overwhelmed, if you're feeling very stressed and you don't know how to deal with those things, then it's really important that you seek one of us out and seek a professional and get the help that you need to get um, in order to get through life. It's almost like we're mentors or coaches or counsels that can help you get facilitate and set up a treatment plan for you to be able to get from point A to point B, help you resolve some of the things that you might not be able to resolve because of the biochemical changes in your brain, because of the, you know, neuro 
neurotransmitters or lack thereof that might not be produced in your brain that are causing some of these conditions. And there's nothing you can do to control it. If you could, you would. But most of the time, people can't. It's beyond their control because these things are happening in their brain. Just like when you have diabetes, you can't just say, oh, I'm going to think myself out of diabetes. When you have asthma, you don't say, oh, wait, my child just got, you know, diagnosed with all these allergies and asthmas. Let me just help them think themselves out of that. You take necessary steps such as not eating certain foods if you're allergic. If you're asthmatic, then you take you have all these pumps and all these different things that you do as a result of being able to treat that condition. And the same thing should apply to psychiatric conditions. It is, you know, I think we have this misconceived notion and that we get out of Hollywood that everything is about electrocution and shocks and crazy people, but no one chooses to be in that state of their life. Sometimes people just get there because of certain things that happen in their lives that are really hard and difficult and it's hard to get out of without the help of some of these things so you know it i think it's really important to keep that in perspective so um now that we've discussed a little bit about the differentiation of psychiatrists who are doctors uh, and medical professionals and then you know licensed professionals and psychologists the next thing that i wanted to discuss with you is what do psych meds do i'm not going to spend too much time doing um this because it's talking about this ta- this particular um psychopharmacology side of things because again that could be a whole hour and I at some point will um, plan to get a psychiatrist on the show that can talk to you really about the details because like I said I'm not an expert on psychopharmacology I know about it I talk to psychiatrists all the time about it and we collaborate together to make sure that our pay to give our you know clients and patients the best care that they deserve but again that's not an area of expertise that I would like to go into an hour detail with you about but uh, I just want to let you know that what what they tend to do is that they influence the brain chemicals that regulate emotions, mood, cognitive processes, control um, uh, and co- cognitive behavioral control and other major mental disorders. And they usually tend we in in the field of psychology we tend to have this you know normal uh, thing that we talk about is that they're usually more effective when compa- combined with psychotherapy. So a lot of times people just think you know either I just get on the meds and everything will be okay and I won't need therapy or you know there are certain conditions where people come to therapy where they're you know we're treating their traumas, we're treating their uh, medication, you know, we're treating their um, depression or their anxiety or their traumas. And a lot of times we find ourselves plateauing. So, uh, you know, I tend to, with my patients or my clients, discuss and educate them and do a lot of psychoeducation around, hey, we're plateauing. So if you considered getting on meds at that point, maybe it'll help us, you know, at least alleviate or reduce some of the symptoms so that we can, you know, make 
um, or move towards uh, the treatment plan uh, that we have set for you. So it, it's really important that I know a lot of times, like I was mentioning earlier, you know, and for mood disorders, you know, it's genuinely, it's your brain trying to, it, it reduces the production of serotonin. In, in trauma, like we have said, you know, earlier, a lot of parts of your brain, just such as, you know, amygdala, just continues to misfire if there is unresolved trauma from the past or if in terms of depression, no one particular thing causes depression per se, but there are certain string of events that continue to, that start at certain point of our life. And like we have discussed before, if you're already genetically predisposed to it, there is a chance that you might, you know, really um, be triggered and more vulnerable. And as a result, some of those conditions start to manifest itself. Same thing with anxiety. If there are certain conditions that started your anxiety and if you were not, if you didn't learn healthy adaptive coping skills, normally, you know, if our parents haven't done well dealt with it, we don't deal with it unless, you know, we are, unless since most of the time I find that these conditions start uh, around adolescence or preteens and then really compound with time or in, in the 20s when you go through certain relationships or, you know, bad things that happen in your lives, um, that if they are unresolved and not, you know, the healthy and adaptive coping skills are not put in place, there is a chance that these conditions will continue to worsen with time. What that means in terms of psychiatric medications or your brain is that your brain will stop producing the neurotransmitters or, you know, certain hormones uh, of your body will start affecting certain parts of your brain. As a result of that, there are certain, you know, neurotransmitters that are not produced. There are certain parts of your brain, like hippocampus. It has all these cortisol. Cortisol is a stress hormone. You know, it, it has all these receptors. So when you're hit with trauma, that's a memory part of your brain. It shrinks over time. So PTSD, people have noticed that in when they've done uh, fMRIs of people with PTSD, their hippocampus has significantly atrophied, as in reduced in size as a result of their trauma. So the good part is there is a concept called neuroplasticity. So your brain can be changed with the help of medications and with psychotherapy. So if you are going through conditions, you you try therapy, you try adaptive coping skills, you try to heal, you try to self-heal, whatever it is that you are trying to do at certain point, if it's just not going away by yourself, by itself, psychiatric medications are a good option to consider, at least for mood disorders and, you know, things like psychosis or schizophrenia, those things. Um, again, nobody wants to auditorily hallucinate or visually hallucinate or be paranoid. Nobody enjoys those things, but over time, certain things are triggered in your body, in your brain, and these conditions start at some point, and if they're not resolved or taken care of or attended to, then they only compound and worsen with time. So medications help take the edge off, at least in terms of the mood disorders, and they can be treated, but, you know, they really really, really works wonders and you don't have to suffer 
in terms of so much pain when there is help out there. And there are lots of studies that are done. They're FDA approved. They've been around for so much time. So it's really important that you find the right psychiatrist for you who is actually willing to listen, who is monitoring you, who is willing to, you know, work with you when it comes to these things. And if a doctor is not willing to work with you, then that's just not the doctor for you and you need to find someone else. Because again, and I just as much as I, I'm not trying, my job on this podcast is not to be pro-meds or against meds. It's not for me to convince you either way. But I just want to present you with fact and scientific evidence so that you can make an informed decision and advocate for yourself and your health. Because at the end of the day, you're the one suffering. And I just want you to know that there's nothing wrong in wanting the best care for you if you're paying all this money to all these professionals. So just make sure that you go to the right person and they're the right fit and they're willing to listen and they're willing to be there and they're willing to care and support you through your journey. And if you find a psychiatrist that is not, then they're just not the right person and you go to a PCP or consider other options, it doesn't mean that psychiatric medications are not the option for you. And a lot of times one of the things that people see in terms of psychiatric medication is also that some meds won't work right right away with some certain things. So really important to know that it's a lot of trial and error process. Everybody's bodies are different. Every individual is different and their their brains are different. So one med for one particular symptom or you know one particular disorder is not going to work for everybody. So in the beginning just be patient and know that your psychiatrist or your, I normally like to, uh, you know, refer people to a psychiatrist because obviously they have a specialized training and they do this day in and day out and not to their general physician. But sometimes you don't have a choice depending on where you live and access to a lot of uh, people. So again, if you don't, if the worst case scenario, if you don't have access to at least, you know, ask your PCP questions or general physician or your family doctor as in how much, you know, experience they have with psychiatric meds. Because again, um, there's nothing wrong with knowing, you know, what their experience is like and interviewing the doctor that you're going to for your care. So um, really asking them questions so that they can, and if they're not willing to answer those questions, then they're not your doctor. You you need to be able to find another option for you. It's it, a lot of times, just like I say, it's not the therapy or a certain therapy doesn't work. It's just that the person that you went to was not the right fit for you. So psychiatric meds take a lot of trial and error and some time. So don't get frustrated. Even with, you know, some of the um, SSRIs, which are serotonin reuptake, um, serotonin inhibitor reuptake, uh, which are antidepressants, basically. Uh, what they also help with anxiety a lot of times. Again, I'm not an expert, so this episode don't. This is not medical advice, but just information. So. Just know that even with SSRIs, they take a good four to six weeks for them to kick in from the time your psychiatrist um, prescribes you medications for depression and anxiety. So know that 
you know, uh, some of these processes take time. They, it's a lot of trial and error. And especially I know when you're in the midst of when things are really hard, that's the last thing you do. But I think this is why it's important that you're informed about it and educated about it ahead of time so that you know what to do if and when you ever were to need meds that might, you know, um, be helpful for you. So they alleviate the symptoms so that you can work through psychotherapy and do the work to you that you need in order to change your behaviors, in order to think, in order not to feel so anxious, in order to not feel, you know, ho uh, hopeless and um, discouraged with time. So sometimes they're a good addition, but it really depends. It's really important that you seek an interdisciplinary team for you to help you as in a psychotherapist or a psychologist or, you know, a psychiatrist along with them, or if you're going through trauma, having a trauma specialist also to just work on your trauma. So really important that, you know, you have all these processes and people in place. The, so as we come to the end almost, um, here is my take on, you know, I want to plant a seed in your head so that hopefully this is going to give you something to think about because as it relates to meds. And it goes back to questions. Um, the question that I was telling you earlier was, I don't want to be on meds for life, or I don't want to be on psychiatric meds. Can I get away from that? And to that, I, I this is my take on it, because uh, I really feel strongly about this, that, you know, people tend to take supplements when they are low on vitamin D or you know, when they're low on multivitamins as they age, you know, with time, with cal like calcium, they tend to take calcium as they age because your body doesn't produce it naturally. So why is all of that okay when, you know, you take all these medications for heart disease or for high, like, or diabetes or asthma or, you know, high blood pressure? And why is it not okay that you take medication when it comes to psychiatry? that your brain just miraculously has to be able to produce things while other parts of your body can't? I just want you to sit with that. And I want you to ask yourself, what are your self-limiting beliefs as it relates to psychiatric medications? Um, and I think as a society, we really struggle with that because a lot of times, even with postpartum depression and those things, you know, People tend to think that, oh, they're going to, like, I'm going to give this example about postpartum depression, which is where my entire journey of this podcast started, was that people tend to think, and I really want to affect people, you know, reduce the stigma associated with psych, psych, psych meds, that just like Elizabeth Myers was talking about, you know, she was not being able to be present for her other children because she was so caught up in her depression and some of the things that she was going through in life because of the loss of her child. And when she finally came to a place where, you know, she decided to give psychiatry medication, psychiatric medications a chance, she said, you know, some of the things, it helped her be present with her kids. Same thing with postpartum depression. Studies and clinical trials now show that actually it's better for prenatal um, maternal care if people are on, you know, antidepressants during pregnancy than if they aren't. You can end up causing more harm to the baby if you aren't and just suffering through that entire period. Because a lot of times people have this misconception that if I get on the meds, meds I'm going to do psych meds, I'm going to affect the baby and you have to get off the meds and this and that. Well, there are certain meds that are tried and 
you know, tested and clinical trials have been done and very safe to take when you're going through certain conditions while you are pregnant. So instead of making that educated guess and deciding err, deciding, deciding to err on the side of the caution and not take the meds, I really would urge you to focus on your self-limiting beliefs that are holding you back from having a good life or suffering less or alleviating your symptoms as a result of some of these things that you're going through while you're pregnant or after pregnancy, because things can get get very difficult at times. And if your self-limiting beliefs are holding you back, you are really holding yourself back from living the best life you were placed on this earth to live. So I really, really, really urge you to, I'm not saying I want you to get on the meds. That's your choice, your life, and your decision completely. But I really urge you to work on your self-limiting beliefs that says that it's just because it's psych meds, I can't get on this and let me suffer. And, you know, my family and the people around me suffer just as much as much as I am suffering. And sometimes you have to make those decisions as in, hey, I have to, I have to be in the meds and that's the only way that I'm going to be able to make it through this situation. And certain psychiatric situations, you cannot, you don't have to be on meds forever. So it doesn't mean that just because you start taking it once, you'll be have to be on forever. And I, a lot of times I think people are ignorant or deny this process completely is because they are fearful of the answer that they might receive. So I think I really would urge you to work on those fears and, you know, try new things and being open to things and having a growth mindset as opposed to a fixed mindset about something and struggling and holding yourself back from some of the amazing things that you're absolutely capable of and could have as a result of being on medications that really affect your brain because your brain isn't producing the chemicals that it needs to. And there's nothing you did that caused that, but it happened and there's nothing you can do to control it either by just your thoughts. So I really would urge you to think about some of these things. And I really hope that this episode was helpful to you in terms of bringing your awareness on what psychiatric medications are, what they do. And I appreciate you tuning in as usual every week. Thank you so much for being here and uh, continuing on this journey with me. So I will catch you next week. And thank you again for being here. Have a blessed and wonderful week.